Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, you're listening to The Big Payoff with me, Rachel Bellow, and my best friend and business partner, me, Suzanne Musian. We're going to give you a chance to listen in on the conversations we're having at work that you will never hear at business school. And I would know, because I'm a professor at a business school. I thought you were fired, Suzanne. Weren't you fired? Not yet, Rachel. (laughs) Not yet. Hey, so this show is going to be a little different than our normal shows in that it is the first of a two-part show. So this show is going to be a conversation about a topic that really leads up to a very special second show. Rach, have you been watching the impeachment trial? Um, I've been watching and I've been listening. And actually, Suzanne, I have to say that I just in my car listened to the opening arguments of the other side of meaning of the of the Republicans. I haven't watched that at all. That was today. So what did you hear? What did you hear? It was straight. I, I was gripping the steering wheel, just preparing to be like, you know, the way you feel when you're just listening to stuff that's just blatantly false or a lie or distortion. It was very compelling. I don't know who it was, but he wasn't a blowhard. And he was basically saying, you cannot have this both ways. He played all of these clips and made all of these quotes of Democrats during the Black Lives Matter riot movements around the country saying, well, you know, sometimes you just got to let it burn in order for new forests to grow. Or, you know, listen, I can't stop them. If that's what they want to do, people will be people. When they get angry enough, they will do what they want to do. And over the course of this argument, you saw, right, their injustice, right, is different from the injustice that is being felt by not obviously the Proud Boys, but a lot of the people there were not Proud Boys. They were feeling their kind of injustice. Isn't that different than people calling for violence rather than responding to it? Oh, uh, but Maxine Waters did call for violence. She said, you know, this if this makes you mad, do something about it. There were, there were calls for violence, not v- calls for violence, but the same... The same metaphors 
that Trump used. Okay. I, I mean, I find it very different to have somebody call for people to march down Pennsylvania Avenue when they knew the Senate was in session rather than for people to demonstrate. I, I, that seems like a stretch of comparison. It wasn't that that wasn't where the stretch happened for me. The stretch. I mean, what I what I got from that, it was really interesting is like, look, I'm listening for the truth. And there was a lot of truth in what they were saying, which is there's injustice that we believe is injustice, but their injustice, which we don't agree with or don't feel, that's not injustice. And I'm not talking about the Proud Boys, right? Because there was the majority, believe it or not, the majority of that crowd, not the people who did, who actually ran, you know, did the violence, but the majority of that crowd was not Proud Boys. But it was that Trump didn't call off the dogs when he had the power to. So a lot of this, Suzanne, and you said this yesterday, it's true. A lot of this is about power. It's about the responsibility of power. Oh, yeah. And and now what I wonder, you know, Biden gives this whole talk about how he's going to be the unifier in chief and he's going to be able to somehow, somehow bring this group back together. And when you look at what the discussion is right now, and I did turn on Fox News the other night just to yeah. hear the discussion, right, which I think everybody should do. It is almost impossible to imagine how when two sides, whether it's two people, you and your friends, you and your coworker, you and your boss, are so entrenched on two different experiences of the same same occurrence. How how do you bring people together? Well, That's, you know this this whole question of how how you turn the page, how you move on. Because look, let's say you can't unify, because I don't believe we can unify around a single reality, certainly not as a first step. The question is, in when there are ruptures of this kind, whether it's in a relationship or at work or in a team, there are real, honest-to-God ruptures. How do you move on? How much accountability does there have to be? What does it actually mean to, quote, turn the page? It feels as if there's a missing step here. You can't just jam bloody bodies together after a death match and hope for a love lock. Well, exactly. And I think what I, we should talk about today is, so therefore, what should you do? Because I think we're all finding ourselves in moments, and maybe it's just the ethos and the conditions that we've now, you know, still are living under after four years of a president who, who enjoyed these conditions and made us, you know, comfortable with them, that we find ourselves in situations in which we really are in the face of someone who has very, very different views of what just happened. And the thing that I find unacceptable is when that person says to one of two things, right? Just like I can't stand when people say, please pick my, pick my brain. Like, can I pick your brain? Two phrases I cannot live with. One, let's just agree to disagree. Oh, I can't, I cannot. I can't. I can't. Uh -uh. And the other is, can we just hug this out? Can we just hug it out? Well, I mean, there, it, it's, it's it's such a fundamental misunderstanding of what what that interaction is. So, 
I'll, I'll tell you what happens if you try to do that. So I'm going to tell you a story about me and Julie, my twin sister, okay? So Julie and I have, you know, we were always in the same bedroom until we nearly killed each other. Like I have lots of scars, physical scars all over my body from fights we've had. And and at one point, my parents were like, I don't think you guys are going to make it through your adolescence if you're in the same bedroom. So, Rachel, you're going to go down to this room and Julie stays up in this room. But, but well into our 50s, well into our 50s, we would do this thing where one of us would jab the other, then jab, jab, and then then you'd jab, you'd, you'd bide your time and then you would jab back, like stick the knife in back, and then the other person would bide their time and then make a cut, cutting remark. And, and then at some point, because we couldn't face the explosive rage of that, those constant back and forth injuries, right? We, we, could, we just decided the next phone call was like, we're just going to turn the page. And we did. But Suzanne, it never really worked. It sat like a sadness in us both. And at some point, it's the proudest. I'm, I'm telling you, honestly, in my whole life, I've never been prouder of a reset in a relationship than, and Julie feels the same way, than what we did. We actually decided that, the, that what we needed to do was to make it a competition. And the person who got jabbed first and raised her hand and said, that hurt me, right? A vulnerability. Oof. That person wins, right? Whereas the whole previous thing was, oh, I'm not going to admit I'm hurt. I'm just going to wait and then I'm going to cut her jugular at the next opportunity. And the, right? And the, the, what got us to this solution was the recognition that turning the page, which we always did as if nothing had happened, created this landfill of toxic shit that was between oh, yeah. us and it has never it, happened again since we changed isn't that just insane though if you step back and think the your instinct when you're harmed by another person is to fight is is either to fight back or fight flight right i mean yep. that's why that phrase exists right but what you're saying is that it's neither of those things. Right. That it's actually to bare your soul, right? To right. like vulnerability, vulnerability is your best defense. And and yeah. by the way, it's the only true thing that's happening yeah. is I'm hurt. That's the only true yeah. thing that's happening in the entire circumstance. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So you, you know this, and I had an assistant once at a previous company where there was a lot of trust, just an enormous amount of trust. Not just trust in the literal sense, like she had codes to my computer and, you know, access to, but like real human trust, relationships with my family, relationships with my children. I really did tell her where I was all day long, not that I was hiding anything, but there was just that, that I had no reason not to trust her. And so that was our relationship for five years. And when our company was being acquired, there was a moment we've talked about on this show where the people who were in charge tried to fire me for cause and pointed at the fact that I was not performing. I was not delivering, which is if you want to accuse me of something and really hurt me, you can accuse me of not performing because mm -hmm. that goes right to my pride. And one of the sort of exhibits that they came to me with was my calendar. And on it, they showed these meeting blocks where they suggested that I was taking meetings for personal reasons rather than having business meetings, which was not true, but that's beside the point. What was relevant was that the only way they could have had access to those calendars and even know, know who the people were on that calendar was through my assistant. And the level of, of just full-on betrayal and hurt and harm in that moment, the total breach in the relationship to me was a snap. It was like two, like a twig just snapping. And for weeks, I had to keep going into the office and seeing her. And finally, when the moment came for us to talk about it, there was an apology from her, but no accountability. Mm -hmm. That's different. That's different, right? And and I and I could accept the apology, but because there was no empathy and no understanding of the harm done, to this day we haven't spoken. And, and honestly, I really pride myself on having very long-term relationships. I mean, you and me, Stephanie Itano at our office, 20 years, like people in my life who we have worked with through thick and thin, never spoken to her again. And, and it's not out of spite. It's out of hurt. And it's about, and, and it's out, and it's the fact that there was no resolution. Right. We just finished sharing, Rachel. With your story about Julie and my story about my breach of trust with my assistant, what I would want to know if I were listening was, okay, so what do I do? Because those are personal stories and I can relate to the hurt, but what do I do? And I believe that the best way for us to really help our listeners is to go to a very difficult and dark place for us, but that is probably helpful to the listeners, 
which is to go to a part two of this episode where we relive, because I think enough time has passed, the most painful fight we have had in our 23-year friendship, which took place this fall, and unpack that, which we've never done. So we'll do it live on this show. And in unpacking it, really extract up for you the toolkit, the pattern, the steps that you can take when you have had a falling out, when you have actually had a complete breach of your capital and how to put it back together. So we'll be back with that next week. But first, we're not going to leave you without checking this out. Suzanne, let's let's check it out. Yeah, let's check it out. Let's check it out. We should check it out. So Rachel, what have you got this week? I want to remind everybody, including you, Suzanne, uh-huh. that I'm not getting any money for these recommendations, <laughs> right? <laughs> nope. You may think, why, you may think that I'm getting paid for this, but I'm not. And I just want to tell you about a product that I got a long time ago. This is this happens to me sometimes. This was a you know, a nighttime product that I got a long time ago. I used it for a while. I freaking loved it. But then, I don't know, I moved. I hadn't used it for years. It was in the back of one of my cabinets, right? And then I started using it again, and I realized, oh, this product really is unfreaking believable And by the way, when I bought it at Sephora, the woman who gave it to me said, the woman who recommended it, because I said, I need a, a nighttime treatment peel, but that isn't just, isn't a peel, because peels take too long, A, but also it, I, I can't do that all the time because it's too hard on my skin. It's just too hard to, and I can't take any scrubs, but I need like a layer of skin removed. I want the winter off my skin. Okay. She said, this is, you're not going to believe this because it doesn't feel like it's doing anything. But when you take it off, you're just going to be like, what? Okay. Amore Pacific is the brand, right? Which is a very expensive brand. I want to warn you. Amore Pacific. And the product is a treatment enzyme peel cleansing powder. So here's what it is. It comes so that you open it up and you just... Um, turn it upside down, and one serving, one dose is in your palm. It's just powder, very in its powder. And you put a little warm water on it, and then you rub it on your skin for 30 seconds, okay? And then you rinse it off. Wait, and nightly? Is this every night? I do it. You can do it every night. I do it like every oh my God. third night. It is absolutely, your your skin glows. It's really unbelievable. And it's like a soft, wow. it sort of foams a little bit. It foams a little bit. You don't want to get it too wet. So it is, but there's no abrasion. It's amazing. Okay. That's amazing. And it reminds me, do you remember we went to a meeting once and there was a woman there who was very yes. wealthy. And yes, it was the year up meeting, right? Her skin was Yes. So amazing. And we both said, that is the skin That's of someone. Of a rich person. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how it makes you Of a rich skin? person. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, yes, I look really rich. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's all you have to say. Okay. My check this out, which comes from Kat Cole, who, when you hear part two of this episode, also brought us the check this out of the next one. But you have already experienced this, Rachel, so you know how good it is. So this is this little shot called Magic Mind. And it says, its claim is that it's the first productivity shot or supplement. I don't know if that's true or not true because I feel like there are, I think that the difference here is that it's for your mind, not your body. It's not like for like working out or whatever. It has inside it all natural ingredients. It's green because there's matcha in it. It does have, so there's caffeine in it. But it no, takes, there's no caffeine. No, no, no. There's well, no caffeine it has to, through the matcha. No, I looked oh, at. Really? I looked it up. No, oh. but you have it with your coffee in the morning. It does say to yeah. do it. It says drink it with your yeah. coffee. It kicks you into this gear that is real, and you do feel more productive. I can't tell you now. It also says that it it's cumulative, a word I have a hard time pronouncing. Cum cumulative. Um, is that the right way to pronounce it, Rach? Yeah. Cum- yes. Cumulative. Yes. Um, yes. Suzanne, Suzanne's native language is not English, so she, she, she struggles. Cumulative. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, so I've now been on it. I just finished my 15 pack. And it's real, people. I'm it, just uh, telling it, you. Suzanne, it's you real. told me about it. This is not my kind of thing. I'm always like, oh, shut up with your green juice. It, it comes in a little tiny bottle. I did it the other day. I've, I had been doing it for two days. The other day, it was like 8.30 in the morning. I'd been up since 6.15. And usually, it's a very slow start. It's like yoga, and then I meditate, and then I read the New York Times. So this was like I was doing the New York Times, and I had gotten like, eight important emails out and I looked at the clock and it was like 8 30 and I said why am I so focused this morning I it yes. did not feel like yes. the caffeine buzz no. it just uh-uh. felt like deep focus and then I went yes. oh holy shit it's that stuff yeah it really is you guys so you're welcome you're welcome your bosses will all thank me so that's our check it out for this week and we will be back with part two of our episode on the next episode of The Big Payoff. That's all for this week. Thanks to our listeners and also to our audio engineer, Ryan Derringer at Welter Waite Studio and our producer, Ireland Meacham at Audiation. If you like what you heard, you can find us at bigpayoffradio.com on the Acast app or wherever else you listen. And remember, if you want to keep hearing our sage advice, my sage advice, Remember to rate and review us. It really does help. Audiation.